it's that old saying that stands to it's like less is more, you know, and, and you know, let the ingredients sing and and that seems to be pretty universal and um, you know, I think we're getting better at it now in Western cultures, but it's um you know, it's like let's let's stop trying to do so much to the to the incredible ingredients and just try and let them sing. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. The summer series continues on Deep in the Weeds and we're heading north to Queensland to catch up with Chef Andy Herndon. Andy, how are you? I'm really well, thanks, mate. How are you? I'm good. Uh, 2023 is done and dusted. Uh, How was the year for you? Huge, uh, in one word. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a big year, but um, really exciting times. Well, how has life changed in that for you? Um, well, look, this year has been a, a massive year of travel for us. So um, we've got to film uh, lots of YouTube episodes all around the world, which is um, it's incredible to be in a position to do that again. And um, for, for so many reasons, so that the business is doing well, that we can do it, and the fact that the world's open again, which yeah. is lovely. We, we've had you on the show before and um, talked about your your long professional career, but do you do you seeing food a bit differently given the direction you've gone in now? Yeah, I, I definitely am. I'm definitely far more comfortable in my, um, I guess, in my my culinary skin. I guess you could call it. Um, and I've got a new kind of rule that I won't go to any restaurant unless I can wear a t-shirt. And do it. <laughs> I love that rule. That's that's my rule as well. I don't think I have a college shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you mentioned you've been doing a lot of travelling. Do you have a couple of travel food stories for us you can share? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, a, there's a few that stand out. The, the first one was we were in um, in Vietnam in Ho Chi Minh City, and we were there with a guy called Calvin, who's like an American Vietnamese, um, you know, food food kind of personality as well. And we we were just kind of in the, on one of the streets, and I think we were in the the third district. And some guy kind of ran out of this restaurant and knew knew him pretty well. And it was a I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this pronunciation. We're, I'm gonna attempt it. Bun Ching Nyung, I think it's pronounced, um, uh, a restaurant that's all they served, and it's effectively a dish of cold rice noodles, um, really delicious fish sauce, lots of really vibrant fresh herbs, and really freshly grilled pork. Um, I think it's from the south, that dish, and it was one of those unexpected food moments where we sat down to this meal, and you know the, the host was incredible and super engaging, um, and the food was just like 10 out of 10 delicious. And I think it took me... And, and the whole crew by surprise at just how you know simple and delicious this food was, and it was all all the components were incredible. But the fish sauce that they had, and it just came out this big barrel they had at the back, um, was you know incredibly mild, uh, you know you know sweet almost, um, you know you know delicious unami, and, and and it had like a little bit of hinder chili in there too, um, and it was one of those meals that you kind of stand up from and just you know you'll just just thank your blessings that you got to eat there, and it was. It was really kind of opportunist too. Like, you know, Calvin was trying to walk us away from it. I could see this guy was like, you know, he knew what he was talking about. He was incredibly passionate. And I was like, we've got to eat here, Calvin. He's like, oh, it's not on the agenda. I was like, I don't care. We're, we're, we're eating here. <laughs> and it blew my mind. Amazing. Has, has there been any other trips that you've been on that have sort of changed your thinking in food like that? Yeah, I think the, the other thing that comes to mind was in the Philippines, um, and I think the food, I love Southeast Asian food, uh, but the food in the Philippines is very different to the rest of Southeast Asia, largely from the, you know, the Spanish and the Mexican influence. 
Um, and there's a bit of Indian influence in there too, but we were in a restaurant called Cantina di Tita A, and it was a, a small kind of mum and dad run restaurant that was, uh, I think the, the, the father was actually the local doctor, but they, they were kind of there to, to um, you know, to, to keep the culture and, and the local food alive, um, which was, a, you know, incredibly special place to be. Uh, and they said, we were there filming a video at Adobo, so we, we obviously ate the Adobo, and it was absolutely delicious, but they brought out a dish called Kitty Kitty, which is like um, kind of like a peanut curry, um, but not not super spicy. And it was with lots of different types of meat and tripe and and, and all kinds of things. And it was just an absolute standout. Uh, and the passion that came through, um, you know, from the family about about their local food and, and keeping it alive was um, was like second to none. You just, you know, it's just so refreshing to see that passion in food sometimes, which which I think we we kind of lose sometimes here in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> you um you uh, cut your teeth and had a career in hospitality and sort of earned all your stripes in that, but. You know, your exploration into food is different these days and we see you on, on YouTube, but you're delving into so many different cuisines. Have you have you learnt more in the last couple of years compared to your professional career? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's that, that old saying that stands to you that's like less is more, you know, and, and you know, let the ingredients sing and, and that seems to be pretty universal and, um, you know, I think we're getting better at it now in Western cultures, but it's, um, you know, it's like let's, let's stop trying to do so much to the, to the incredible ingredients and just try and let them sing. What's, what do you love about summer? You grew up in New Zealand and you're in Australia now. It's, um, we, we do like the hot weather in the Antipodes, but um, what do you love about summer? Um, outdoor cooking for me is what kind of really, really kind of brings summer home. Um, and, and kind of recently, well, the start of COVID when I lost my job and we moved up here to the Sunshine Coast, there was three couples and we were all kind of out of work. And um, we thought, well, let's just take six months and, and enjoy ourselves. Um, and incredibly privileged to do so, but we pretty much went camping every two to three weeks and we would um, just figure out how to cook delicious food over open fire and we, and we would theme each night. So it might be Korean one night and then it would get broken down into you know protein, carb and the salad and, and one couple would take each component. And I think that's some of the best cooking I've, I've ever eaten and it was always done over open fire. Um, but just in these, you know, we were in Fraser Island in uh, September, 21 and I don't know 2020 and there was no one there right like you you go to Fraser Island and, and it's just you know covered in tourists and there was literally no one there we were in one camp spot for for 48 hours we didn't see another human soul um you know so just sitting watching sunsets you know eating delicious food that we've all bought you know had some part to play in um that, that was pretty special and, and i kind of you know i just love that kind of outdoor cooking and um, barbecues and that's just scream summer to me yeah me too is there an ingredient from summer that really stands out for you and how do you like to use it yeah, it's always lamb for me, being a Kiwi, um, and and it's 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 you know it's true to what I was just saying. It's to keep it simple, you know, like just grilled lamb with some with some salt. I'm a purist. I don't like putting pepper when I grill meat. I just like salt, um, and then maybe just using some you know some some really good quality olive oil and, and a bit of aromats underneath, or some rosemary and you know some garlic rubbed over it. But um, but yeah, just like really good high quality spring lamb grilled over open fire can't go wrong you travel quite a bit as you mentioned what are you loving about food at the moment and what would you like to see over the next year 
You know what I'm loving? I'm loving Sydney's food scene right now. Um, I'm spending a lot of time there at the moment, um, and it's it's really come of age, especially post-COVID. Uh, when I first moved to Australia from London over 10 years ago, I moved to Sydney, and I, and I didn't even last a year. I, I kind of wasn't I wasn't in love with the city, so I moved to Melbourne. Uh, and now, maybe it's because I'm only ever there for three or four days or two or three days even, but, you know, and, and I guess kind of my um, – my, I, I, you know, I guess I have a bit of a following, so people may know who I am. But uh, the food scene is just blowing me away in Sydney, and, and I have have yet to have a bad meal there in a while. Um, and the, the the food community is kind of so friendly and open and, and welcoming. And uh, I don't think I'd ever say that about that city because it was a bit of a love hate relationship. But it's definitely it's definitely turned. Well, it's good that they've uh, changed your opinion. Yeah. Uh, we, as you mentioned at the top of the show, you had a ripping twenty twenty three. What what are the plans for the next year um pretty pretty much more of the same we'll, we'll focus back in on our long form content so our youtube longer videos um and, and kind of diving into some you know the recipe based content and just try and just trying to keep you know inspire people to cook better food at home um i don't think we'll do quite as much travel next year i think we'll be nice to be a bit more based here but um we will spend a bit more time in the u.s um, just because of you know, lots of other creators that we like to work with over there and, and other brands. So, um, so yeah, pretty much more of the same, focusing on long-format content uh, and just cook and, and discover more delicious food. Amazing, Andy. Always a pleasure to catch up. Uh, have a cracking year ahead and we'll have to catch up again soon. You too, mate. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.